BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. <laughs> Happy Friday. We have so much to get to, but we have to start with the breaking news involving Alec Baldwin. There was a tragic accidental shooting on the set of his movie yesterday. Alec discharged a prop gun while filming Rust, killing the director of photography, Helena Hutchins. She was 42 years old. Oh. The film's director, Joel Souza, was also shot and injured. You know, this is tragic. Um, this stirred memories of Brandon Lee, Bruce Lee's son, um, his death at a very young age for the movie The Crow. Mm -hmm. And um, they're doing the investigation. They have witnesses. And this just, to me, shows the importance of safety and making sure you listen to your crew. I don't know what went on. I'm telling you, I've been on a lot of film sets. And although filming is great, it's also... It can be dangerous, and this is a, a reminder of this. And believe me, today on every film set in America, they're going to go through safety checks. They're going to do all kind of things because this is just tragic. And she was up and coming, wonderful um, cinematographer, uh, DP. She had done a lot of movies. Helena will be remembered. I've posted things. We're all posting tributes to her because that's what we want to focus on. We want to remember her. She has a young son. Oh, my God. And that's what's, you know... We want to focus on her and give her the love and the respect and tributes to her, and she will be missed. Absolutely. Sure. I mean, I saw this yesterday. I could not believe. I was like, I had to read the I caption was, three I times. I, like, I thought it was the onion. That I, I thought it was like a fake thing. Yeah. I did not understand. I was like, wait, what happened? I was like, is this a part of a plot? And then I was like, really, it took me a second to digest. And I think everything you said is so accurate. And I mean, it's just one of those things that just makes absolutely no sense. It should have never happened. And it's horrific for obviously Helena. I mean, rest in peace. And for Alec and for everybody else. I mean. Imagine. It's it's unimaginable, and it's horrific. So prayers to her and her family. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, to their credit, Brandon Lee's family did send out a wonderful tribute, um, giving their condolences, also saying that, um, as you see here, no one should ever be killed by a gun on a film set, period. And I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. It's, I mean, it's crazy. The yeah. PTSD that family must be going through today. Definitely. With this coming up. Definitely. I want to remind everybody, they're still investigating and no charges have been filed. We will continue to follow this story. Prayers to everyone involved. Yes, absolutely. Moving on to something a little lighter. 
If your kids have you totally overwhelmed before you could even get them to school this morning, you are not alone. Angelina Jolie and Selma Hayek are in the same boat. Uh -oh. The leading ladies of the Eternals had plenty to say about parenting kids who just want to be normal. Mm. You guys are two of the biggest stars in the world. I'm not, I don't even want you to agree with it because everyone knows it. How do you keep things normal? Because I couldn't imagine going to a PTA meeting and hearing that you guys are making cupcakes or bringing snacks to like, you, you know, for the room no, moms. I like, a <laughs> I, I can make a, I can make tres leches cake. They cannot say no to anything to me if I bring a tres leches. Weird for for us is normal, but sometimes the other people react strange. I'm sure <laughs> if I was in a parent-teacher conference and the lady from Dust Till Dawn and Gia slash Tomb Raider walked through, my mouth would be on the ground. Well, that's very sweet. I think it's more, do you have moments where the parents, where the kids have said like, can you not, can, yeah, can, can you, you not go? Could you so not show up because it's, it's a thing? Yeah. Can you just not bring attention yeah, right now? Could around. you just? There's certainly moments where they just, kids yeah. want to be regular kids and they just don't want that aspect of their life. Yeah, it's uh, funny. Always there. So I think part of it is more like, I love you, mom, but. Stay away from my school. They want to find their own identity. Yeah. They don't want to be mama's boys or girls at some point. It's hard to find the balance. I get nervous because I don't want to do too much, but I don't want to do nothing either. And then, I don't want to, I don't want to, I want to look we're all not having good, the same issues. not too bad, not too good. Not, I don't want to look like I didn't care, but I don't want to look good. You know, no makeup, no hair. Oh, but now I look like I, <laughs> I have a problem with schools because I was always in trouble in school. So I have PTSD. such, I have PTSD. So they say you have to talk like you're the parent now in the parent teacher conference and you almost get like, oh, the, t oh, the teachers are going to say something. What is this? What is this? Uh, or the principal, or the, you know, I, I know wasn't that kid. School. I wasn't right. <clears throat> I was oh yeah. So I, <clears throat> sorry. Are you crazy? I would don't have you drop me I don't off. have Corona. I cough. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone wants to adopt a 35-year-old black man from South Louisiana, I am here, and you can drop me off at school and pick me up any day of the week. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Black man. Oh, you know what? How was that interview? I mean, how were they like, you know, like setting up? Did you get any? Selma Hayek pretended like she was in her third movie of her life, <laughs> gushing over when she found out that Angelina was a part of this movie. It was kind of cute. I was like, do I need to remind you of who you are? But I would do the same thing. Right. And I think that's how people, when you are that big of a star, you have to stay because that's why you are that big of a star. Like, I feel like the second you know it and remember it is when people, you lose your appeal. But also people need to remember, like, you're not seeing these women in person. You're doing these interviews from behind a screen. It's not easy to connect and I feel like you do. Oh, no, no. I literally, I start with like the craziest things. So like everything else seems like whatever. But the funniest thing about this interview is when they were talking talking about the parent-teacher conference, all I could think about was how you would be in a parent-teacher <laughs> conference. Can I? And I know exactly, I can tell you exactly what the first email would be. What, 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 what? I'm terrified of even having to apply my kid to preschool, but she's not gonna get in anywhere because of me. <laughs> no, no, she's gonna show up to parent-teacher conference, and then she's going to leave, and then the teacher is gonna send her an email that says, Miss McGraw, we were so lovely to have you. Thank you for coming. <laughs> but I just want to let you know that parent-teacher conference is to talk about the child, yeah. not the parent. <laughs> Clap if you agree 
that that is going to be the email. I bag. definitely am going to be like, she's doing good. Okay, because when I was in social studies, <laughs> it was very challenging for me. So I'm glad she's focusing on. Oh no, I have to get up so early for the show. I know I'm doing three now. I know. And then she'll start talking about the nannies. Yeah. It also is like, yeah, it's, it's literally going to be. The school thing is very stressful. So I just need her to get in anywhere. So if you watch this and you are ahead of a school, I need you to accept Roe. Oh my yes. God. <laughs> oh my God. Eternals hits theaters <sighs> November 5th and set your DVR because we'll have much more of that interview next week on Daily Pop. I want to see that. You do not want to miss it. Now, Adele's into some freaky ass y'all. Uh-oh. She just did Vogue 73 questions and revealed her top possession. Plus, you ever wondered what's in Adele's diary? Uh-oh. Listen up. Drunk, chaotic, distressed, very, very sad. They are all hidden in a handbag somewhere in my wardrobe room in London. What do we have here? It's pretty amazing. All right. Celine Dion's gum. That's right. What's going on here? James Corden, who's a friend of mine but also does carpool karaoke, which I did, uh, he did it with her and knew how much a fan of, I, of her I was, and so he made her spit her gum into a piece of paper and he framed it for me. <laughs> And it's my proudest possession. She's cool. She is so damn cool. She really is. I'm so happy she's having her moment again. We missed her. I do, too. But she also revealed that she keeps her old diaries. Oh. Like, she likes to go back and read them and, like, check them out. I love that. I love writing little notes to myself in my phone about, like, when I'm feeling weird or off. I always like to look back and remember. I have notes from, like, three years ago. And I have, like, uh, the only diary I have from is when I was, like, in fifth grade. <laughs> But I like remember it and like I am the same bitch, insane. Like, <laughs> crazy. Like, did it, I didn't ask me to the dance, but asked her. But like, she's not even as pretty as I am. Like, <laughs> just, but I think it's so important to write things down, anything. I agree all with the, the same thing. Time. Yep. I agree with the same thing. I say that all the time. I say, make sure that you journal. Because I look back at some of my old diaries and it's like, woo, I would, I ducked them gunshots. There you anyway. go. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? What we like about Adele is she is so personable and she's relatable. Even though she's lost this ton of weight, she's gotten healthy, now we love her even mm -hmm. more. And we're going to see... And you know what? I think it's good that she, like, takes a break every four years. You know what I mean? You need to take a break. People <laughs> need to go on hiatus to recharge yeah. and to be the best version Trust. of themselves. If you're just, like, consistently on this hamster wheel it doesn't work i'm happy she took the time for herself yeah for sure look Good but I'm, I'm waiting for this album girl because i need to know everything about this divorce and you know she's gonna tell you every single detail mm -hmm. i often tell my girlfriends because everyone likes to do the oh i'm purging i'm getting rid of everything right, right. i'm like keep one thing from that relationship to remind you about that man and what he did wrong and also to remind you well, of you what learned. you did wrong yes because if you don't keep a memento you will make the same mistakes over, over and, and over, over and over And also, again. it's a part of, it's an entry to your life journal. Yes. You know, I got married once. I Wait. was married for three months. Are you out of your and mind? And I have, it was in, it was in, um, I have the ring, and I have, um, we got married in Vegas, and I have a little cube. I gotta bring it, and I'll let you guys see it. When did you just and... slip that in that you got married? <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> because when uh, you you just reminded me of it when you said oh. keep a memento, yes. and I have a memento when we got married, and you know you have like these little cubes, and it and it, it has your face digitally. I still have that of him and I, and it reminds me it was the worst three months of my life. Exactly. Thank you.
Boom shakalaka, laka laka. We'll talk to Lonnie's ex-husband, Denzel Washington, next week on this show. Still ahead, our new interviews with Zendaya, Issa Rae, and Liam Payne. Plus, how hard is it to date in your 20s versus your 40s? I wish it was Denzel. Our expert is here. You would have still been married. Okay. <laughs> Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It doesn't matter if you're Kendall Jenner or Jennifer Aniston. Dating can be tricky at any age. Yes. Here to help us navigate is dating expert and author Monique Kelly. Hey. Let's start with my group, the Millennials. <laughs> What's really? the biggest thing people in their 20s, like myself, should keep in mind when 20s. dating? When they're okay. in their 20s, so their not 20s. just in dating. <laughs> yeah. So the key for being in your 20s, this is the time you're going to make mistakes. It's just going to happen. We look at Amelia. We look at Bella Hadid. People make mistakes. That's what the 20s is all about. But you have the time in the room to do that. That's you when do. you're supposed to do that. And that's, when, and that's when you're also supposed to date like a champ. Also, I love to tell people, Lonnie, you know my favorite three words in addition to. Mm -hmm. There used to be this myth that you have to just focus on your career and you can't, in addition to, you can't date or in addition to, you can't be focused on meeting someone. You can focus on your career in addition mm. to dating. So always remember that's an option and it's important for you to always know that, especially in your 20s. I like that. Do you, love do you think I love about long-term relationships in 20s? Is that good? You know, it really depends, because in some areas of the country, you are thinking about long-term relationships, right? But in other areas, this is a time when, again, your dating pool is so vast. Yeah. So this is the time to really enjoy dating and not put that unnecessary pressure on yourself, especially as you get towards the end of your 20s, Yes. because a lot of your friends start getting married, mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, God, I'm always a bridesmaid, never a bride, 100%. and you start putting that pressure on yourself at the end of your 20s. Don't do that. Stay in your lane. Each dating journey is customized. So if what works for one person in their 20s, you might not be ready for and all that. And also, usually when you get married in your 20s, you're like divorced in your mid-30s. Okay, so what about people <laughs> in their 30s? Okay. Do women worry too much? This, okay. Mm -hmm. It's the clock. It's the but clock. I do think there's something valid, but do people put too much emphasis and pressure? If you are a woman who wants to be married and yep. you want to be a mother and you're in your 30s, yep. you're approaching 33, I mean, now, here's the key. Pressure? I think in your 30s, you do put a lot of pressure on yourself for kids, especially women with the biological clock. But here's the key. You have to make sure you don't let that biological clock lead you to the wrong relationship because you're so focused oh. on the kids mm -hmm. that yeah. you marry the wrong person. Because if you marry the wrong person in your them. 30s, you get in your 40s, you're divorced, you're having to co-parent and do all that stuff. So it's important that you don't let the biological clock make your decisions for you because you want 
the full component. You want the relationship. You want the child. Now, if all you're looking for is a child, that's a total different situation. Mm -hmm. Also, in your 30s, this is a time where you're going to learn the lessons. This is the time when you are going to have those relationships that hit you to your core. Yep. Whether it's good, whether it's bad. These are the times when you also have to be sure you're not putting added pressure on yourself. If you're not ready to be in a relationship, mm. it's okay. I talk, I see you all the time, Stop Justin, because <laughs> it's okay to enjoy being single in I your 30s and you're embracing it and you're I'm loving it. And I love that. I think that's a good thing so that when you meet the right person, it's right. You're not rushing into it because of the pressure of other people and yourself. And you're enjoying it. And, and I'm proud I think of you. now it, for women, you can freeze your eggs. Exactly. So, you know, you can freeze your eggs just in case. A lot of women are doing it, yep. you know, and then they're having their babies in their 40s and 50s. But what about Singles, so you know, for Justin's real age in the 40s. <laughs> uh, Welcome to my box. <laughs> I am single in my 40s. And this, what I love about being single in my 40s. Why did I think you were married? Oh, I, I'm divorced. Okay. Yeah. Been there, done that. Been in my 30s, that's what I'm saying. You know, okay. so now it. I'm single in my 40s and I'm unapologetic for what I want. I'm very clear on what is important to me. And I've been through that toxic relationship. I've been through a marriage. I've been through those things. I recognize red flags. I don't turn it into a carnival. I love that meme that talks about turning red flags into a what, carnival. What? I know when to bounce. But wait, but I have to say, my girlfriends in their 40s uh -huh. who are looking to date, the checklist is so unrealistic. That is, let's talk about Open that checklist. Open the boundaries. Let's talk about right. that checklist. We talk about, because that checklist, that list is going to get a lot of women in trouble. There's one thing between, there's something about having a list versus being delusional, right? Yes. <laughs> and by the way, everyone, can we get a D for delusional? Girl. Everyone is... Delusional. Delusional. And you, you have to be clear. You have to recognize red flags, <laughs> which is a great thing. But you also have to look at yourself. Because in all the relationships, I had to do this in my 40s especially, in all the relationships, there's one common denominator. It's you. Ooh. So you also have to Ooh. look at what you're doing Ooh, to contribute to things. You know what I mean? Ooh. And then check yourself and say, okay, maybe it's time for me to switch some things up. Yeah. Well, what about the half. 50s and, and beyond? Oh, the 50s. Okay. So the 50s is a time where you give zero Fs, right? right? You are just living your life. You're still open to marriage. You've learned those mistakes. Yeah. I look at even Teresa Giudice, who is just, she's about to be 50 in May. You know, with her relationship, She's been through some things. People might have comments on who she's getting with, but ultimately she's happy and she gives zero Fs and she's gonna live her life the way she wants to live it. I'm happy she's for raised her. the kids. I'm she so excited. Just got for that her. Ring. I'm yours? so excited for her. It's it's so exciting. Oh but it's like you have the kids, you have you've been married before. I look at these two. No, <laughs> we're she was about to wait, drink wait, my we water. Were a major COVID issue. I, just, I was about to take her water because I'm dying. And then she was like, no, 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 I drank from it. I'm like, Money. how much spit do we have to give every week? Like, I was looking over there, I was like, what is happening? That. Hey. Like, I'm afraid for the my water bottle, Tom, because I can't be without it. I'm afraid for the face. Let's get this woman In your 50s, water. you're not thirsty. You're right. not thirsty. There you okay, go. let's bring it back to the water. Somebody get us some water and some drink from Canoba. Thank you, Monique. For more dating advice, check out Monique's novel, oh Reality God. and Chaos. Oh it's God. available on Amazon no and no. at Barnes and Noble. Coming Good job, up, Monique. Issa Rae is telling us all about newlywed lives, plus how she feels about the ending of Insecure. That's next. Oh. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The fifth and final season of Insecure is here. We hit the red carpet with the stars. And Issa Rae told Victor Cruz what she might regret about the series. Take a look. It's been incredible filming. We get to end a story that we've been telling for five years on our terms. And this season is really just about growth. It's like the reckoning of their internal, you know, journeys. And I hope that people can see themselves in these characters. Now, how much of this show do you pull from your own experiences? So much. This is definitely a show that I'm going to look back on and and be like, did I say too much? But, you know, it's, it's for the good of the story. I just want to fast forward to the part of my life when everything's okay. Congratulations on your wedding. How is newlywed life? What is new? Is he leaving his toenails everywhere yet? Like, what's the vibe? What's the newlywed vibe right now? The vibe <laughs> is I'm happy. Everything is just, you know, it feels great right now. I'm loving life. Look at this. Look at this. We, we, we over here now. Come on. <laughs> we can't. I got a hollow shit. He's a hollow shit. If you don't hold him second, what are you doing? I'm trying to interview you, but you're shaking. <laughs> yep, we locked in. Okay. Tell us about this season. What What is it about this show that people love, and what is it about, what's special about this specific season? Well, I mean, obviously it's the last one, and so I think we went out, Issa really wanted to go out on top, and I think we accomplished that. You know, our fans are very hard to please, so they may be like, nah, <laughs> just because they mad. They still mad that we're not giving them an hour episode. Mm -hmm. Do you guys understand how it costs and takes long <laughs> to make content, okay? Um, but no, I mean, it's special because it's just like, this is the last, this is it. We got to say goodbye to these characters that people have grown to love and I've grown to love. And that's sad, fam. I, I, I ain't going to front between me and you. I could have done 10 seasons. Now, take us behind the curtain a little bit. What's something that we may not know that something happens behind the scenes? That Jay Ellis is always clowning. You know, Jay's an only child. So he's, he's the annoying, loving older brother. We love him, though. The Victor. final season of Insecure premieres Sunday on HBO and HBO Max. I'm gonna miss that. I'm too. It's such yeah. a good show. So funny. You saw how her eyes kind of lit up though when when Victor asked her. <laughs> Very light, and she was kind of like, Ugh. she was like, oh, you didn't talk to my publicist today? Oh yeah. yeah. No, that the, the other black girl. <laughs> <laughs> Bachelorette Claire Crowley got emotional while opening up about her painful breakup with Del Moss. Oh. Here's what she told Jenna Kramer on her Wind Down podcast. My biggest regret is trusting the process, trusting a man, a man's words and who he showed me he was. Mm -hmm. I don't think that that's a regret. I loved and have always had such a deep love for Dale. And that A, doesn't go away overnight, and B, like, I don't regret that. Like, I loved loving him. It was always, I felt kind of met with walls and a mm -hmm. guardedness and a distrust. It's painful when mm -hmm. you feel like somebody who you love deeply mm -hmm. doesn't even have enough respect mm -hmm. to you to sit down and have yeah. a very vulnerable conversation and owning your stuff in it on both sides. It's like, mm. how do you say goodbye mm. to somebody you never wanted to walk away from? 
First of all, sis, you deserve closure, okay? And yes. I don't care if you have to act like you are with the Court of Public Appeals. You need to serve his ass. But you Show know up at the gym. Show up at his boy's birthday party. Show up at his church. If you need that closure, go ahead and talk to him. No, I'm telling you, I feel like everybody, I think closure is so important for every kind of relationship that you're in, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a romantic relationship, whether it's an issue with your parents or a family member, but it just doesn't always happen on your terms. But I'm sorry. I mean, I'm just it's looking hard. at that tape and I can tell that he wasn't really, look how he, his body language. Like, look at this. Look, look, right here. Look, look, look. Well, Let's that's what happens when you, that's, that's what happens when you leave with a man after knowing him for two weeks. Well, this I is mean, the thing. Come I mean, on. I mean, he know, I mean, I'm look, trying he... to get to the part where, okay, look, look. Look how he pulls. He's pulling away. She's trying to pull him. Oh, oh, look, oh. See, I'm trying to tell y'all. No. I be knowing. No, look, she, I think, was in lust with him. He's very attractive, obviously. You're right. And I think, but, you know, as the guy, he wants to also make it to the end. Yeah, but let's be real. We might talk a lot of crap about how she keeps on going back for that toxic ass D, uh -huh. but we were all there at some point in our lives. I met you in a stairwell crying about some some <laughs> that she should have been. Toxic. Like, yeah. Oh Ooh. yeah, yeah, yeah. In a stairwell at it a hotel. It was like eight years, and he was very. Yeah, clear. but how old is this this lady? <laughs> oh, thank it's you. Not look, look at it's not about the age. Look at Lonnie. It's not about your age. Look at Lonnie having my the it's support not about I your need. Age. Okay. Like, no, it's but not about your age. It, you know it, what? Let me tell you oh. something. When I was 27, I was an engineer, and I was I was closing on $5 million contracts. Hold on. I'm tired of y'all saying, no, no. you 26, and you young, and you this. You know a lot. But if you on. open up them legs, you be able to understand some stuff. Well, but, but you know what, Lonnie? You, <laughs> at 27, were she doing 40. that. She 40. She 40, but you, Ooh, at 27, were doing that. <laughs> Not everybody's doing that. And by the way, your emotional age is very different from your we actual age. We need to get Monique Kelly on her. It's it's definitely. <laughs> we, my, where Monique? Monique, come talk yeah. to this girl. She, I think, and I don't think 40 it's. 40 years I, old. I, I don't crying. think it's the age. I think she feels like at that age you should know enough about love. But not everybody's lucky in love to have the experience where it's growth. And I think this is also somebody that probably, like, should look. You, at some point you have to look within and but think. Some people are and still Dale, downloading. I mean, you look at Dale. I mean, Dale's like a young guy that wants to put his stuff in people's stuff. How old is he? He's younger than her, huh? I don't care what age Ooh, he is, see, honey. This one I'm trying to tell y'all. I would have co-signed on a credit card for Dale, too. Come on, look at that man. No, Dale, I mean, of course we all know why she was interested. Mm-mm. Get out of here. Look, at, look how he looking at her. Like, yeah, I'm just here for this show. <laughs> Get out of here, Lottie. For this show, that's and, it. But we also keep she, hearing that they're getting back, breaking up. I mean... That's because the sex is fire. The passion is there. Because ain't nothing else going there. on in Dale's life, probably. That's why. Why don't y'all be realistic? When you're realistic about stuff, then you get your life right. Where is Monique? <laughs> 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 Not everybody is ready to accept uh, that kind of stuff, Lonnie. People are still to. making mistakes. People are just talking also... about Lala Anthony, and we sitting over here. <laughs> you guys, I'm. So, I just had a soft boiled egg. Just be nice. Like, what's happening? What do you say about Halle Berry? What? In her relationship. She's in a relationship now. And she's had three marriages. And she's in a relationship now. But you gotta understand, she was Halle Berry. You realize that she was. She's the first black female Oscar winner. She was a sex symbol. She was Batwoman, Catwoman, wherever the hell she was. So what? And and because that was a added pressure. You talking about a bachelorette? I'm sorry. Hold Where's on. Hold on. Hold on. You talking about Where, how you were at 27 negotiating $5 million contracts and at 32 when Halle Berry was making $10 million a picture, she wasn't ready As for a, a relationship? Symbol? As a sex symbol? I'm just saying you got... You, can't you know how many men was coming for Halle Berry at that time? 
Claire might be having that many German I like, You need to start the, the Claire Crawley fan club. <laughs> I just know where she is, and Claire, I'm with you. Just because you gave that 80 man everything. and can't get it together. <laughs> In the words of Leah Michelle, I'm gonna <laughs> in your wig. <laughs> Up next, Lori Harvey is here and oh she's sharing her secrets to looking oh so damn oh good. Don't go anywhere. Oh my God. I'm gonna take a doo doo in your wig. I need to go and do Allegedly. something right now. Lonnie, have you noticed that Lori Harvey has been glowing these days? Yes! She is here to tell us why. Please welcome my Lori friend Lori. You have to tell us. I mean, first of all, she has a new skincare line. She did give me samples. I have to give full disclosure. But please tell everybody the secret because I feel younger. Don't I? You do look like you do look younger. <laughs> Thank you. I thought it was the wig though. <laughs> How did you come up with this line? Um, so that I really got this idea, honestly, about three years ago. Um, I've been working on this for almost three years now. So this has kind of been like a long time coming for me. Um, I've honestly been obsessed with skincare since I was like a little girl. Watching my mom, you know, do her skincare tutorials in the mirror. I was like, okay, I want to emulate that. I want to get glowing skin. Um, so as I got older, you know, trying out different products, trying to figure out what worked with my skin. I have extremely sensitive skin. So a lot of the products that I was wow. using was honestly making my skin so much worse. And wow. I decided, you know what? I, I think I want to give this a try. I think I can come out with a great skincare line. And Skin My LH was born. I love that. Now, you got some A-list test subjects, one being your dad, who definitely does not hold back on his opinion. <laughs> what were his first thoughts when he, you gave him the product? He loves it. He literally called me the other night. It was late at night. He's like, where are you? And I was like, I'm at home, what's going on? He's like, I need some eye cream. I was like, <laughs> right this second? I need it right now. So I'm like, okay, I'll come over there. So I went over to the hotel, gave him his new samples. My mom was like, where's mine? I'm like, okay, y'all, I'm gonna give it to you in a couple of days. But they love it. They've been using it up. It's been great. So, yeah. Has he given you advice? Because I know he's a great entrepreneur. Has he given you some advice, even if you didn't want it? <laughs> Oh, he always gives me um, unsolicited advice, but he gives me great business advice. He's an incredible businessman, so he's been like extremely helpful. As I've been on this new business venture, um, he's like, you know, told me make sure you stay on top of your business, you know, learn every aspect of your business, and always, always, always sign your own checks, which was very important. So he's that been is really, important. Really what yeah. about this glow up though that he has? Are you responsible for that? Because I'm the green, not. the green suit. The green suit was everything. <laughs> I know, I would like to take credit. He actually has, um, my best friend is his stylist, Ellie Karamo. So he has, you know, completely transformed him. He is like a new style icon. He's feeling himself. You can't tell him anything right now, so. <laughs> Joe, he is he feeling himself. Now, I have to know, because it's so funny, when you started dating Michael B. Jordan, everyone's like, oh, Lori Harvey won, Lori Harvey won, yes. blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Hold on. She did win. Michael B. Jordan also won here. It's like the Ciara yeah, and, yeah. and Russell Wilson. I'm yeah. like, what prayer did Ciara say? I'm like, no, what prayer did these men say? <laughs> Lori Harvey is a win. Does it piss you off when people say that? No, it doesn't because he is such a great catch, you know? So, yeah. But he knows what he has to, so. And like, I love the IG pictures. Well. How y'all be doing that? Y'all just they taught come the cat. up with they it. They taught the cat how to snap it. <laughs> they taught the cat how to do that. <laughs>
gotta do the thing. I think I'm more the one that'll be like, come on, baby, let's take a picture. He's like, okay. He's getting more into it. He likes it. After the fact, you know, you kind of have to like ease, ease him into it. And then after he's like, send me that picture, babe. I'm like, mm-hmm. Uh, what did he <laughs> say? That's what I want to know. Your oh, dad. I tell, I'm tell you what, what did Steve. he say? No, Steve, he, was like, he gave oh. a stern talking to. Steve said he gave a stern talking to. Did he? He did. He did. But he loves him. They love each other. They have a great relationship. So, yeah. Okay, hold Good. on. Be real right now. Michael B. Jordan is perfect, but there's always <laughs> one thing wrong. I need to know so I can get over my crush. What, like, is it the halitosis in the morning? Is he corny? Like, is he kind of corny that you snort when he laughs? He's got to have one flaw. Everybody has Does one flaw. Does he have a flaw? Does he have a flaw? Um... That he would think maybe it's a flaw, but you think it's cute. Hmm. See? I'm like... I don't know. I'm trying to think. What? Is, well, let me think of something he's done. perfect. My last question about him: Does he? Uh, did he help you with the skincare line? Did he wear? Does he wear it? And he is does. it good for men? It's great for men. It's unisex, all genders, all skin types. Um, he has been my little test bunny since I started it. So Aww. he's seen all the phases that it's gone through, but he loves it. Yes, I had to get him on his skincare regimen. And from your research, because again, you've been doing this for three years. This thing smells unbelievable. It, yeah. What's the one product or the one ingredient that you think every skin could use right now, especially in the wintertime? A good moisturizer, but I think what I saw that was really helpful for my skin was vitamin C. Vitamin yep. C did wonders for my skin, which is why I really, really wanted to create a vitamin C serum. Mm -hmm. um, it's great for hyperpigmentation. It's great for, you know, brightening, brightening the skin, uneven skin tone. It helped me with my scarring to, you know, get my skin back. I've been so using the one that you gave me, and, like, under here, I have, like, a dark spot. It has lightened it up. Wow. It really does work. It really helps. Is... And I got old skin. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lori Harvey. Everybody go out and get it. Okay? You guys. <laughs> That makes me happy to Thank hear. you for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you for being such Thank a good sport. Thank you for having yes. me. This vitamin C serum is coming home with me. Yes. <laughs> and you guys, Lori, Lori's line is available on skinbylh.com. That is skinbylh.com. Starting today, pick it up. It's going to sell out. I can promise you Beautiful. that. After the break, we're hanging with Zendaya and how she just made history. Stick around. It's been eight whole years since Jason Sudeikis left the SNL cast, but now he's back for his first ever hosting gig. Let's take a look at what That's Deborah Messing hot. thinks about this. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jason Sudeikis, and I'm hosting SNL this week with Brandi Carlisle. It's going to be spooky. It's going to be scary. It's going to have some laughs. And if we do things right, we just might learn a little something about ourselves along the way. Or not. You guys, it is Friday. Lonnie just said the funniest thing in the virtual break. We are not going to go there. No. Are you guys excited about him being back on SNL? You know what? Yes. Let me tell you, Jason is hilarious. You've always said that. You're a big fan of Jason. I'm a big fan ever since I did that movie with him. Um, let me tell you. <laughs> Literally, how many W2s? No, I'm just surprised that this is his first time. And, okay, to go back to what we were talking about yesterday, in a way, this is reason why I think, like, Deborah Messing said what she said about Kim Kardashian hosting. Like, how is it that this is his first time in eight years and you put Kim before Jason? Because they got a 13 million viewers. Yes. 
I also think that Hi. Jason Sudeikis left and went do movies and went do X, Y, and Z. Maybe Lorne Michaels was a little butthurt that he left SNL. No, I just think it's like, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of people just doing projects and it just happened to be that way. I don't think it's a conscious decision. It's going to be a great episode, though. It I will. can tell you that. I can and tell you that. And probably get more than 13 million. Yeah, mm. we'll see. You know what else is great? You know what else is great? Zendaya has officially reached icon status. Ooh. At just 25, Zendaya's bold and fearless <gasps> oh style is about to make her the youngest person ever to receive the CFDA Fashion Icon wow. Award. Oh my wow. The event will be held on November 10th. And Zendaya is showing no signs of slowing down. She recently spent her birthday in Italy with Timothy Chalamet, but fans thought he was trolling her when he posted a random pic of a slug. We'll let him explain. Him. Apparently I shaded you with a picture <laughs> of a slug. But uh, we, we had a beautiful dinner in honor of Zendaya's birthday, and it was a beautiful night. It was just great. Zendaya has been slaying one style after the next while promoting Dune with Timothy. She's killing it. She's killing it. This guy. Custom looks, you know. No, custom looks. <laughs> Body mold. <laughs> Body mold. I know I'm having a lot of fun. When I was on set, I was blown away by the detail. So I think every outfit is almost an homage to the film that I'm lucky enough to be a part of. The outsiders ravage our land. I was very nervous and, uh, because obviously, you know, working with these incredibly talented people who I, I respect, um, going in there, I was, I was intimidated, you know, and I was like, I want to, I want to do my best work, you know. But th this guy made it so, such a warm um, environment to work, and immediately I was like, oh, we're gonna be friends for life, like this is happening. Uh, so that was great, and I had an incredible time, and I sure hope that we get to, you know, do more of it because. Selfishly, I just want to have fun. This is a movie of this size, but with a dramatic integrity based on a story and a book that people hold close to their heart for decades now. Dune, out now, also stars Jason Momoa. I've been having dreams about a girl falling in battle. Dreams make good stories, but everything important happens when we're awake. He's so professional and so good at his craft that actually inspired me. He's the real deal. Let's fight like demons. I love working with knives more than the swords. I think it's just at the close quarters of it all. We trained in Kali, which is fun because my son does that. And so there's this moment where I go like this to, to Timothy, and that's actually for my son. Scrunchy. Dune hits theaters Don't and talk, HBO Mommy. Max today. What We're was that? tight on time. <laughs> oh my God. Somebody gave Lonnie gin and juice today because she is off the rails. When she said, Where's Monique? I, that's when we all peed a little. <laughs> Up next, the <laughs> new Gwyneth interview that has us all confused. We'll be right back. <gasps> look this at, is a look Friday, at Gwyneth in black. Look at my girl in black. Ah. Gwyneth Paltrow is a lifestyle guru, but there may be some holes in her knowledge. She was left seriously confused on Watch What Happens Live last night. Check this out. You're never too old to post a thirst trap. One, two, agree or disagree. Wait, can, what is a thirst trap? A again? thirst trap Someone is when you post a picture of yourself that's, I mean, Kim Kardashian, the Kardashians, their oeuvre is thirst traps. Well, she overly didn't know what that was. Well, since we're speaking of uh, Gwyneth, we just want to say congratulations to Justin because yesterday he made the talk for his interview with 
with Kyle Charles. Yay! We're so proud of you, Justin. It was a great day. It that, was a great day. That interview was amazing. Was Thank it, you. Was it surprising? I had no idea. Somebody texted me and said, turn on the talk. You're on the talk. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm on the talk. So I thought it was for something crazy that I said here. So I called my publicist. I called my lawyer. I was like, get ready. My ass is about to get canceled. So let's let's fire it up, girls. Y'all about to work. And then I saw this, and it was unbelievable. But, you know, I love Jerry. J Jerry's my yeah. man. And so is... And Cheryl's my girl. Cheryl's so it was yeah. Good. It was nice to see you. So, good, you know, know, good job. Lonnie knows that. Two networks, still one check. <laughs> Liam Payne is headed to the big screen. The former One Direction singer is lending his voice to a new animated film, Ron's Gone Wrong. And he told us what's got his son so excited for the movie. We haven't seen it yet. We're going to go and, and, and watch uh, uh, together as a family. It was his first cinema trip. He'll have never seen a TV so big in his life. I had a little Ron with me in my car yesterday because I was, I was filming some stuff. Um, I put it on, on, uh, on FaceTime to him and he let out the biggest gasp I've ever seen in my life and he was so excited. I'm going straight from here after this to go and see him and deliver uh, Ron over. Liam's song, Sunshine, that's featured on the soundtrack will keep us moving along with a hot new dance. His son is already one step ahead, learning the tiki-taka dance all on his own. He's scary quick with a lot of stuff. Yeah, frighteningly quick. He was with me the other day, and he started going, tiki-tiki-taka, tiki-tiki-tiki-taka. Must have been in one of the promos. And so I was like, okay, I'll join in. But I didn't know it was part of the film. And then yesterday, yeah. when I pushed the plush, it did tiki-tiki-taka. I was like, has this thing been spying on me? Like, Ron's gone wrong, it got a little bit real. I think it's really going to annoy his mom. Um, <laughs> Ron's Ew. Gone Wrong is out today. Coming up, what happens when you're singing a John Legend song and then John Legend shows up? Oh. We'll show you after the break. We made it to the end of another week and we're rewarding ourselves with some Feel Good Friday stories. If you need a hype man to pump you up for your next big date, allow this motivational baby to offer some words of encouragement. A, I see to myself. You're bold. You're brilliant. You're beautiful. Today, you are not only people who affect you. Very. How old is that baby? Look, wait, look, the mom is getting competitive. Like, why is Ro not saying that thing yet? That was a very verbal baby. I'm just getting da, 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 da right now. Should she be speeding up? How do we do that? <laughs> Parent-teacher conference. Here we go. Here we go. First, it was like this. Is that two ponytails? Should I have two ponytails in my baby's hair? And everyone's like, put a bow in Ro's hair. I'm like, it's not her aesthetic. This isn't about me. What else are we talking about? Oh, my God. <laughs> Imagine if you're a street performer covering a song and the legend behind the song shows up. Mm. That's what happened here. This woman was singing a John Legend song oh in God. Boston, and it turns out that John Legend was in the crowd. That's insane. How crazy is that? In Boston, of all places, by the way. And she, when I say she sung it better than he did. Did he? <laughs> did she really? Yes, she Wait, did. So how much money did he put down? I thought he, that he was, gave that I think he just gave her a hug in COVID. That's enough. No, he gave her a 20. I, you can see he, he had some money. He, he yeah, nice. 20. I would have been like uh, 500 bucks. <laughs> This Jonathan. is the cutest emergency call you'll ever hear, which comes to us, thankfully, from the police in New Zealand. Ow! Thanks, lady. Yes, what's going on? 
Um, I tell you something. You can tell me something. I got some toys for you. You got some toys for me? Yep. Come over and see them. That's also the start of a horror movie a little. By the way, <laughs> it's a little scary. It was at my house. I did that one time, and my ass got whooped for calling 911. Okay. I feel like everyone kind of called 911 as a kid. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Did. did you do it too? Yeah, but I really needed them. The oh, show snap. You know what? You still can't. Lonnie's always going to have her bases covered. Don't even ask. <laughs> I'm going to trip her up one day. When? I'm going to catch her off guard, and I'm going to trip her ass And you know what's going to happen? Ted Lasso's going to beat Kim Kardashian Shut in ratings. Up. I'm so pissed. Set your DVR, you guys. We have a whole show next week. We love you, and have a good weekend. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.